Happy new season! We are once again live at the well. I'm your host, Tulimubana Namalemo. I'm a follower of Jesus, a certified health coach, and the owner of New Eve Wellness, a faith-based wellness brand. I equip and empower women of God with mindsets and habits for lifelong lifestyle wellness. Listen, if you're hearing my voice, it means you're alive and hopefully well, and you made it through 2022. So we thank God. Welcome to chapter 2023. I have the urge to sing, never would have made it without you. Because it's facts. But anyway, this is not a singing podcast, but I'm excited for this year. I hope y'all are excited too. And as always, we start every episode with a wellness tip that I will now dub wellness wisdom. So seeing as it is the beginning of a new year, a lot of people are starting or restarting their fitness journeys or what have you. And I want to give a word of advice and encouragement if you consider yourself to be in either of those boats. For those who are just starting, I would encourage you to see this as a lifestyle change and a lifestyle modification, not just a temporary build a bikini by March thing or fit in a wedding dress by June thing. And then for those who feel like they are restarting, perhaps for the 511th time, <laughs> I would encourage you to see it as a continuation of the journey. You may have come across some roadblocks or taken a prolonged break, but see yourself as continuing along this journey. These may seem silly or small mindset shifts, but they can work wonders. And one thing you'll hear me say often is everything starts in the mind. Mindset is everything. Seeing as it is the beginning of a new year, I'm sure many people have probably set and reset goals recently. So I wanted to kick off the year and the season talking about goal setting. You've probably heard of SMART goal setting. And if you haven't, SMART is a mnemonic that stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. However, you likely haven't heard of process goals and outcome goals. So we're going to talk a little bit about process and outcome goals and then uh, go into how to set smart process goals. So essentially, process goals are the actions that you need to achieve your outcome goals. And outcome goals are what you want to achieve. So for example, If your goal is to lose weight, then your outcome goal may be to lose 20 pounds. And then your process goals might be to uh, reduce your caloric and sugar intake and to increase your physical activity. I'm a big believer that different things work for different people because no two bodies are the same. No two minds are the same. However, I am convinced that focusing on process goals is more conducive to building a lifelong lifestyle of wellness, which is what we're all about here. If you don't already know, now you do. So let's talk about SMART process goals today. We're going to use the example of losing weight because I know that's what a lot of people are setting out to do. And so in this scenario, let's say the outcome goal is to lose 20 pounds And our process goal would be to eat healthier and to be more active. A quick side note, I usually like to ask people 
how they arrived at the number of pounds they want to lose. Because I think sometimes uh, people will pick an arbitrary number that maybe sounds nice or sounds, you know, like I could probably stand to lose 20 pounds. Or I could probably stand to lose 30 pounds or my BMI chart says I'm, you know, 20 pounds over or whatever, which BMI is trash. But anyways, um, that's a whole nother conversation. So let's get back to smart process goals. <laughs> specific. That's the first letter of smart. Specific uh, means your goal needs to be well-defined and clear. So in this scenario, we said that our process goal in order to lose 20 pounds, which is the outcome goal, would be to eat healthier and to be more active. That is not specific at all. That is very vague. Um What exactly does eating healthier look like for you? What does being more active look like for you? So you want to get very specific. Is eating healthier going to look like, um, you know, reducing your caloric intake by X amount of calories each day? Does it look like increasing your vegetable intake? Does it look like, you know, reducing how many cans of soda you're drinking every day. You want to be very specific as you can get. And same thing with being more active. Like does being more active mean you're going to be walking more? Does it mean you're going to be working out three times a week? Does it mean you're going to be signing up to get a personal trainer and, you know, working out with them once a week and then doing your own workout the other, you know, one or two times a week? So you want to be as specific as you can possibly get. The next letter in this mnemonic is measurable. So there needs to be specific criteria by which you can measure your progress. So in this case, when we're talking about a process goal, how are you going to be able to measure your progress in this process goal? So say it is, you know, drinking less soda every day. How are you going to measure that? And how are you going to measure your physical activity? I think actually even with a process goal, measuring might be easier, at least with this specific example. It might be easier to keep track of a process goal than it might be an outcome goal. But like I said, whatever works for you. One thing I will mention here, though, is if you are setting an outcome goal, right, and you're focusing on an outcome goal, like, for example, losing 20 pounds and measuring that, I would encourage you to not focus so much on the scale all the time, but to look at other different measures of, you know, visible fat loss. So clothes fitting, pictures, feeling lighter, visible changes in your face and in your neck and in your waist, because I think that many times the scale ends up uh, discouraging people on their weight loss journeys, especially if you get obsessed with weighing yourself every day, twice a day. And the fact of the matter is our weight fluctuates day to day, especially as ladies. There are certain times of the month when you're retaining more water. And so from one day to the next, you might weigh more or you might weigh more after a lifting workout because your body is also retaining water. 
or you ate something, you know, that was super salty and you're retaining a bit of water. So I would encourage you to go beyond the scale and use other measurements of progress. But that's a little bit of a side note. So bottom line is you want your process goal to be something that you can measure so you can clearly tell, okay, I'm making progress uh, towards this goal. I am, you know, this far along or I did satisfy this goal this week or, or this day. The next letter in this mnemonic is achievable. So you don't want to have an impossible goal. For example, do you really think you're setting yourself up for success by saying you're going to cut out all sweets and you're going to work out one hour every single day for the next three months? Like, let's be realistic, um, which is the next one. I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, your goal needs to be achievable. For example, if you work full time um, and or if you are a parent, you likely don't have an hour every day, time wise, perhaps even energy wise uh, to work out every single day for an hour, vigorous workout at the gym. and then. Cutting out all sweets is just not necessary, nor is it realistic, especially if you enjoy sweets. So you want your goal to be something that is not impossible because what's going to happen is the moment that you quote unquote fail to meet that goal, especially if you are an all or nothing person or if you are a perfectionist type of person, you're going to feel very discouraged and then you're going to want to quit altogether where it's like, well, it's the first week and my goal was to work out one hour every single day. It's already the third day and I've already missed two workouts. Therefore, I'm going to throw this whole week away. Matter of fact, let's restart next year. (laughs) So just make sure that your goal is achievable. And another little side note, no matter how small, in fact, it's sometimes even more helpful to start small. Start with a small goal, even if you think, oh, this is not my ultimate goal or um, it's so easy. It's actually going to help build your confidence uh, when you achieve something that is, uh, you know, small to you, but you're able to do that thing consistently and achieve that goal. It actually empowers you mentally to be able to uh, do the next thing. So that's another aside. The next letter in this mnemonic is realistic uh, and relevant. So relevant just meaning like whatever your process goal is, it needs to be relevant to your outcome goal. So it, it just, it's just got to make sense. It's just got to make sense. So, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, then the process goal should be relevant to that outcome goal. It should make sense. It should align. And then, um, The last mnemonic is, or letter in this mnemonic is T. So T stands for time bound. So you want to have ideally a time frame within which you want to achieve your process goal, at least in the beginning. So for example, you know, you want to say, okay, for the next, so, you know, our, in our scenario, the outcome goal is to lose 20 pounds and the process goal is to increase our physical activity 
and to decrease our caloric and sugar intake. So you can say for the next two months or for the next two weeks, I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes, three times a week at the gym with a trainer. So you have a time frame within which you want to have achieved that goal. Because when you don't set a time frame, you kind of lack setting a time frame is is a way to hold yourself accountable where you're like okay I do have this specific date or time frame within which this needs to be done versus if it's open ended and you tend towards procrastination or life gets busy which it always does then you keep pushing it off to the wayside and before you know it it's December 2023 don't be that person so I'm going to go ahead and add some extra letters here that don't actually spell anything, (laughs) but they're crucial. So take your notebooks out. So the first thing I would add is a W for why. Know your why. In this scenario, we used why are you wanting to lose weight? I mean, truly, why? Go deep. Get down in there. Get down in your your mind. Search far and wide. Why? Why do you want to lose weight? Like self-reflection, journal. What is the the real reason that you want to lose weight? Okay. So that's the W. B is uh, for break it down. Break it down, girl. <laughs> not dancing, but um, breaking it down as in the goal itself, right? Because you can have a big goal, right? A goal that sounds big and sounds intimidating. It's kind of like what I was mentioning before about having, starting with a small goal and then building up to a bigger goal. So you may have this huge goal of losing a certain amount of weight or uh gaining weight. That's actually a goal that a lot of people have right now. You might have a goal of gaining weight, but it sounds so intimidating, the amount of weight that you need to gain or the amount of weight that you need to lose. And so even, and even, and that's talking on the outcome side, right? I hope I'm not confusing y'all, but switching between outcome and process goals. But then you can also have a process goal that sounds intimidating, like where eventually my ideal, where I want to be is I want to be able to work out four to five times a week, right? But that sounds intimidating and is quite different from what you're doing right now. Maybe right now you are inactive, right? Or you work out sporadically like once once a blue moon. So it helps to break that down and not just jump right into four to five times uh, a week but just start with one or two times a week, you know, something that you know you can realistically uh, ease yourself into or um, modify your lifestyle to allow. And then that way you're not going from zero to 100 because that can be a challenge. All right. The next letter I have here is G for grace. Have grace for yourself. Because listen, one thing about you, you are not perfect. Yes, you're not perfect. Accept it. It's Bible. And one thing about life, life is going to happen. 
life be life in sometimes. Okay. So you need to be able to have grace for yourself when, you know, you fall short of the expectations or the intentions you had for yourself. The same way that God has so much grace for us when we fall short. Listen, sometimes you're going to have situations where life just happens. You had all the good intentions. You had your smart process goals in place. You were ready to go, sis. Like you were good. And then all of a sudden life slaps you in the face. You know, God forbid you get sick or just something. You already know, like life just happens. So we need to be able to have grace for ourselves. The next letter, I only got two more, okay? We're not going to go through the entire alphabet, just half of it. (laughs) The next letter is ADAPT. So this is similar to what I was just talking about with having grace for yourself because life happens. You may have set a goal that you thought was achievable and realistic at the beginning of the year in January, not knowing that in two months life was going to hit you like a brick. And so you need to be ready to adapt and modify your goal in such a way that you're still pursuing your ultimate goal, but maybe you are changing it slightly to accommodate your current life stage. So for example, you had a process goal of exercising, you know, 30 minutes with a trainer three times a week. However, you lost some of your income. And so you're not able to afford meeting with a trainer 30 minutes, three times a week. And so you have to figure out how you're going to adapt or modify that. Are you going to find an online program that, you know, costs less than a trainer uh, and follow that program? Are you going to find free YouTube videos and go to the gym and do those videos? You know what I mean? So you just need to be able to adapt. um, And that is one thing that is so helpful, especially with sustainable wellness, because the fact of the matter is, life is going to change and happen unexpectedly. That's like, that's life's MO. You just never know what's going to hit you when it's going to hit you. You're not assured of um, like after pandemic, we all know like stability, financial security, where, you know what I mean? So life can hit you out of nowhere, unexpectedly, no matter how much you prepare. And so you just need to be in a mindset of like, I'm going to adapt my goals my wellness goals, my wellness habits to fit my current lifestyle. The last letter is E for enjoy, enjoyment. If you're miserable pursuing a certain goal, like pursuing a certain goal makes you miserable, do you think you're going to stick with it? Especially when the going gets tough, you know? So have fun. Like this is not, you know, you see those little quotes on Pinterest and and IG that say, you know, I get to, they cross out the, I have to, and I get to, and I'm, yeah, I believe in that. Just seeing the, the blessing and finding the joy and being able to take care of your body and being able to see how your body can transform and modify to the things that you succumb it to, to be able to see your mindset shift, to be able to worship God with your body. So just find enjoyment, do things that 
you enjoy. Life is too short to, you know, be miserable if you can help it. So even in this example, maybe you don't like going to the gym. Nobody said you had to go to the gym to be active, right? What do you enjoy? Do you like to dance? Do you like doing uh, aerial, uh, you know, acrobatic stuff? Do you like to um, walk? There's so many ways to be active that don't require you going to the gym. And if you hate going to the gym, why are you making yourself miserable? Why are you putting yourself through that? So that is the, the alphabet soup of smart process goal setting. I hope this was helpful. And as always, be sure to share this episode if you found it helpful leave a review. And until next time, be well.